the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and as promised, we're back with, uh, as I promised, Alan uh, Fierstein, who is the president of Acoustalog, Inc., a firm that acts as an acoustical consultant for recording studios, discotheques, and residences. And if you've got a noise complaint inside or outside your apartment or a house, he's the guy to call along with 311. Good morning, Alan. Hey, how are you doing? Well, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, actually, Alan, we had a call for you that came in earlier. I told them to call back, and they're on the line. I said I don't know the answer to that. But why don't you tell everyone first what you do, and then, Suzanne, I'm going to take your call. You called the perfect time. Why don't you tell sure. our, our listeners what you do? I have a – there's a sound. I don't know if your phone is on – your connection is kind of fuzzy. Well, uh, hopefully you'll be audible. You'll be able to understand what I'm saying. I've been an okay. acoustic consultant since 1976. I founded Acoustalog back then. I've been solving problems for people in their homes, in their businesses. I work for both residential and commercial, as well as industrial and even the city of New York. So that's what I do. Okay. So before I ask questions, she's been waiting to call. She called before in the show. Um, Suzanne? You called at the perfect time. Thank you for calling back. Um, this is Suzanne from New York. Uh, Suzanne has a question for you, Alan. Suzanne, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Hello? Yes. Hi. Good morning. Yes. Um, I have a ranch home, and in my basement, I have my boiler room, and it is um, loud. I put in a new heating system and it, it's very loud and I want to block the sound from coming into the house and I ha- and on two walls we have two concrete blocks you know like in an L and the other side I'm eventually going to put the I was we were going to put the type 10 sheetrock but now I wanted to find out about the sound if I can eliminate the sound because it's like near my bedroom and sometimes it uh, bothers me so do, okay. can you have any suggestions? Yeah. Um, you really should have someone come in and look at it who has experience in that. Very often it can be the boiler people or it can be an acoustic consultant or sometimes a contractor. Typically there's two different ways that sound from a boiler will get into the rest of the house. One is what's called structure-borne sound, where the boiler and the pipes connected to it 
are transmitting the vibration right into the beams, the wood, the block, etc. And that's pretty hard to solve unless you eliminate the connection or make it a soft connection like with rubber or a spring. The second way is the sound that you hear right in the boiler room. It comes out because you don't have a door or the door is not good or it's not sealed. And the sound, let's say, goes up the stairs from the basement into the rest of the house. That's called airborne sound. So you want to try to make sure that you don't have either structure-borne sound or airborne sound. And this is very common that people put in these new boilers. A lot of them are actually noisier than the old ones. They might be more efficient, but that seems to be the uh, emphasis these days is on energy efficiency. Yes. Um, So if you were going to, uh, let's say, soundproof it, what, what what do you do? What kind of materials? What do you, what do you what do you actually provide to um, remedy that? Well, I'm not a soundproofer. I'm a oh. consultant. I come in, I evaluate it, and I recommend things. But uh, okay. without actually seeing it, it's hard to do it. But what I suggest you do is, as I said before, try to get an idea whether the pipes are vibrating your walls or your floor coming out of the boiler, because if they are, tell your contractor who just put it in, please. Disconnect the hard connection, make it a little bit softer. I'm getting the sound in my bedroom. If not, check the sound in the boiler. Walk away from it as you're listening to it with your ears because the sound getting from the boiler to your ears is going through the air. Remember what I said, it's airborne sound. If it seems to be getting quieter and quieter but doesn't really get that much quieter as you walk up the stairs and you're into your kitchen and then up into your bedroom, it's because you need a door, a good door, solid core. Okay. So okay. All right. Um, All right. Well, thank by the you way, so much. You, you can reach yeah. Alan at tw- uh, uh, what at nine two five. Is it one three six five? Two one two nine two five one three six five. Acoustalog, or you you can oh, check our- my website, which is acoustalog dot com. A C O U S T I L O G. Acoustalog. Okay. okay so thank Al- you so much. You're welcome. Right. We'll give you that again so in case, you know, we'll give so you can have that site. Um, Alan, is it true that most noises in apartment buildings are caused by the residents themselves? That's true. Um, in terms of the complaints to 311, that's been published. Um, I get calls from people who are concerned about the noise coming from their neighbors stomping around, not putting down the right floors, making too much music. Sound, by the way, stomping around can go up, not just down. Sound is not affected by gravity, except to the extent that gravity does make you walk around on your floor. You generally don't walk around on your ceiling. So that's why most people think, oh, it must be coming from upstairs. I've had very funny cases where people actually sued the people upstairs. And other consultants came in and participated in a trial and even shut down these people's home business upstairs. But, in fact, the sound was coming from downstairs. It's a wonderful story. I've got to put it in my book. But that can happen. And also you can get noise in a residential building, and this is very common. If you live on the second floor in New York City, you typically have some kind of noise-making enterprise below you. It could be a clothing store. It could right. be a bar, restaurant, nightclub. It could be a pizza place. They have speakers, they're playing music, or they're yelling, or the the tables uh, that they're putting away and cleaning up at night, they're banging around. So I get a lot of complaints about that. But I also work for businesses where they don't want to be disturbing people, or they've already got complaints, 
and frequently when people call me up, they're all frantic because there's a lawsuit going on. And that's like a little bit late, but I can still help in those cases. Okay, so people should call Alan when you have a problem. It's not, he will come in and analyze what you need to do. And sometimes it could be something you could do yourself. Sometimes you might have to get some outside that vendor. Uh, but Alan is an expert in noises. Now, I don't have to tell you, sometimes apartments in the city go for less money if they're on a lower floor. And obviously, you know, you might be able to have Alan consult with you before you buy it, and he might have a remedy, and so you'd be paying less money and not having noise. Let me, let me give you, some, let me give your, your listeners some tips about floors, okay, Dottie? Oh, I'd love that. I do a lot of work for some high net worth people who uh, everybody knows their names. They live in penthouses. That's great. There's nobody above you. But remember what I said, sound can go up, not just down. And if you're on the top floor of a big building, you've got fans, pumps, elevator rooms, even air conditioners for the lobbies sitting on top of your head. And I've solved a lot of problems like that. There's people say, all right, I'll go on the first floor. But then you got the boiler room beneath you. you got the lobby next to you. you got the trash chute. you got the elevator shaft. So there's a lot of things that, that people have these problems with, regardless of the floor. Or they say, well, I don't want to be on the first floor because I'm going to get the street noise. And that's true. But in New York City, the street noise on the lower floors sometimes is less than when you get to the upper floors. Because when you get to the upper floors, you don't just hear the noise from your street, although it's a little lower because you're higher up, but you can see all the surrounding streets. You may be in the middle of the block on 26th Street, and you're not going to hear the siren on 25th Street, but you, you will if you're on the 11th floor. You see what I'm saying? Right. That's interesting. Yeah, so people should go, they should go into the apartment and check out an apartment before they buy it, lease it, rent it, sublet it, and spend some time listening without the broker constantly talking in their ear, and try to do it at different times. I, I could tell you some horror stories where people have been told, oh, you can only visit the apartment at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, which happens to be lunchtime for the guys who work in the car parking garage that's right underneath your apartment with a three-story car elevator. Well, I think that's a good idea, and I think that if you're interested in buying something, because a lot of times the sellers don't want to have people in it crazy a lot of different times, but if you're interested in buying something, your offer can be contingent on you going there a couple of times. I tell you that about schools and about transportation, you know, see how far it's work, but that's a very good uh, point. Uh, I never really thought about it when I moved into the city, and I sometimes think I got immune to it. But truthfully, what do you do? So if you, and I, you're saying the second biggest cause is mechanical equipment such as an air conditioning units or fans or blower pumps and elevators. Now, if you live in a building, how do you prevent that? If, you, if you're living in a building that, you know. There's laws just, in New York City about noise. There's laws okay. about how much noise you're allowed to hear before it becomes illegal. There's laws in the building code about how things have to be installed. And there's a general prohibition in New York City and in many of surrounding towns, in Nassau County, Suffolk County, New Jersey, Connecticut. They all have laws that say no one shall make or cause or permit to be made unreasonable noise. 
Now, sometimes the noise is not something you can predict in advance. You can't always predict that somebody's going to break a particular law in advance. You know what I mean? Sometimes a new thing will come about. Maybe, you know, New York City's law was originally written in New York City in 1968. So they didn't know about the Internet and things like that. Right, um, right. So, but there are laws, and frequently I get hired. Let me give you an example. I get hired by a hotel, and the hotel says, we want to put a roof deck on. This is all the big rage now, a roof deck with 100 people. Yes. But 20 feet away, there's a whole residential building where there's people lower, people higher, and some of those people will hear a lot of noise, and my client will sometimes say to me, these are the bad ones, they'll say, look, if these people are complaining about noise from my roof deck that I'm proposing, and they're going to fight me at the community board, look, you know, this is New York City. This is New York City. You know, if you don't, you shouldn't have moved into New York City, or, or uh, well, I hate to use this expression, but get over it. Just get over it. But it's the law. If you're breaking the law, you shouldn't do that. So I tell my hotel clients, look, you want to be good. It's good for you. It's good for your neighbors to be a good person, to be a good business, because you won't get sued. You won't get harassed. You'll get approval at the community board and the state liquor authority if you put an enclosure, one of these temporary enclosures. They can block some, but not all sound. But they're helpful. This is what you – absolutely – and it provides, in fact, the, sometimes the ability to have people out on your roof when it's drizzling out. You know, Alan, it's funny. In the beginning of the show, Andrew and I and Ace were just talking about that. And we always think if you talk to your neighbors and you try to be a good neighbor and you try to compromise, you'll find that most people, I mean, there's always some odd people, but most people will work with you. So, you know, I mean, and, and rooftop happens to be a rage. Uh, you know, they really are. And, you know, sometimes I, I we've had a lot of calls over the years about, let's say, it's not the, the, that it's a neighbor. Like somebody says, well, my next door neighbor in my, is really making too much noise. How do you measure? Is there a way to measure noise? I mean, how do of you? course. Of course. I, I measure noise. I don't just measure it. I record it because I hate to say that a lot of people in my profession will do whatever they have to do or say to protect their client, including their lawyers and stuff, because, you know, that's what they're supposed to do. But if they lie, that's, that's over the top. You know, right. people will deny that, uh, okay, I put in a new air conditioner in my house. I had the contractor come in. Oh, I'm not an air conditioner expert, so I'm just talking about general people. Uh, and so they said, we're going to put the central unit outside over here and the fan blower inside like that. And you don't realize that this contractor is trying to take a shortcut because that's the closest place for them to run the pipes from the outside to the inside unit. But they right. didn't tell you or they didn't think about the fact that your next door neighbor's bedroom is right next to that outside unit, which is called the condenser. And that unit's going to click on and off every 20 minutes in the heating season or in the cooling season, depending upon how it's set up. And this neighbor is going to complain. It's not your fault, but you should check about it first. Talk to your neighbors first. Just like you said, Dottie, that's really, that's really the right thing to do. When I get called by somebody who says, look, I'm being sued. by my, I just have to fly down to Florida because somebody is um, suing my client because uh, my client put in an air conditioner. He's not an air conditioner person, but that person next door is getting too much noise. And I measured it, and... I can't say to my client, oh, yeah, I'll protect you, I'll tell, I'll, I'll 
make up some story with my spectrum analyzer, which is the use, unit I use to measure noise, and say that. I'll say, I'll, this is what you have to do. You know, yeah, Alan, that's such good advice. I, and I have to say, I, I, I don't really think about that so much as I should, but what you're saying is really great advice for our listeners. When you want to do something, just before you do it, especially if you're living in a, multi, a building with many apartments, um, and I think it's a little easier when it's your own home and you have a land around you, but... You should check and make sure because you're not going to know and you're not going to even think about it. I don't even think it's a conscious thought that someone's going to say, oh, my God, that air conditioner might make noise to my neighbor. So I think Alan's great advice. And then if you find that it's going to be a problem, you would call Alan or go on his site at Acoustic. It's A-C-O-U-S-T-I-L-O-G dot com and find out what are the remedies. Maybe there's a better way to do it, and then you can talk to your neighbor, and, 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 and two people could win. Because if that's really what it's all about, both people winning. So, so I yeah, don't yeah, want you know, to Dottie, as like, like you always say, get things in writing. People want that's to be true. honest, but sometimes selfishness sort of takes over. And, you know, by the way, on my website, I do have a FAQ, a Frequently Asked Questions section, and there's a lot of information in there because I started the website right when the Internet started, so it doesn't have any kind of flashy graphics or anything. But there's a lot of information they can wade through, and they can also end in questions. So, um, you know, sometimes people have to be honest with themselves. It's like people don't usually say this, but... you ever been in a situation where you're talking to somebody and you notice they're – just bear with me here. You notice something's hanging out of their nose, and you're afraid to say something. So Please. you sort of look at their ear. You look down at this, at this floor, and you don't want to say, by the way, there's something hanging out of your nose. But you know there's something to do it, and you know that if you tell them you're doing them a favor. You really – you want to fix the problem, but some people just, like, enable other people to get in trouble because they're doing this. But if you say to somebody, look, your air conditioner is too loud, this stone tile quarry quarry tile floor that you put down on your kitchen floor is right above somebody's bedroom. You have to rip out the floor and do it right because if you don't, you're going to get sued. You're going to get the complaints. This is a cooperative. What does the word cooperative even mean? Yeah. Well, look, let, let me put it this way. The whole idea is you don't want to get to that point. You uh, don't want to wait till you have a, a suit. You want to work it out. So I just think you should check. A lot of times in co-ops in the city, there's certain rules. You can't do a lot of stuff uh, that they restrict you from doing. And if, you know, so, so sometimes the building has its own restrictions. So no matter what you do, you really have to check in the building because a lot of times buildings have restrictions. And my, if you live in your own home... Friend- my architect friend says, measure twice, cut once. Yeah. And if you live in your own home, I mean, I, I had a party once. It was in the middle of the afternoon, and I, I had the police come. come and, I, and I said, for what? And they said, well, you know, we had karaoke, and the, so it was too loud. So eventually I found out it was a neighbor, and I befriended the neighbor because – Really, at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, I found the law was really in my favor. But instead of doing that, I try to befriend the neighbors. But I think go to Alan's site. I think uh, you can call them at 212-925-1365. 
or go to Acoustilog, it's A-C-O-U-S-T-I-L-O-G.com. You're going to find a wealth of information. Thank you so much, Alan. We really enjoyed speaking with you and learning from you. I learned a lot. My Thank pleasure. You. You're so welcome. You'll come back again. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, very interesting, Dottie. And I deal with these types of lawsuits, and what people do is they complain about the noise, and they don't actually call Alan first. You have to record the sound, the decibel level, as Alan was discussing, before you go complain or do anything. Because if you go to a judge and say it's loud, they're going to say, prove it. Yeah, Alan's so important. Yeah, you know what? I, I have to say, I, I had the I had kind of the attitude, well, it's in the city, so the city there's noise, and, you know, you've got to deal with it. And hopefully you'll have neighbors that don't mind your noise so much. Um, and I'm knock on wood, I don't want to say it. I'm lucky that, you know, my neighbors in the city, they don't care. Uh, <laughs> but, but you uh, said it before, Dottie. You know how to befriend your neighbor and have a win-win situation. And right, that's and, your and, personality. And, and people right, need to do that. But some people right. are, like, off-putting, and they and need to know the rules. Right, but if somebody would, but I think the first step is something is bothering you. Don't go to litigation. No, never. On your na- go knock on your neighbor's door and say, you know what? I, you know, I, I love that you love music, but you know, I have a child that sleeps by, you know, under your bedroom or the bed, and try to talk about it. And and sometimes that can resolve it. I mean, as Andrew will tell you, the the, the last resort is to have to sue people. And I never really thought of. I never really thought about the air conditioner. Here's how we do it. What? You're aggravated about the air conditioner. Ask your lawyer how much that lawsuit's going to cost, and you'll see that your aggravation's not worth the legal bill. You'll be like, you know what? I like the air conditioner noise, and I always like to ask clients. I say they're they're mad. I like how mad are you? You five thousand dollars mad? Ten thousand dollars mad? At what number do you stop being mad? And then I tell them how much the case is going to cost, and they go, I love that humming air conditioner. You know, Andrew, that's what I love about you. I mean, you're a great attorney, but you don't look to tell people to spend money suing if they don't have to. That's like a last resort. And I love the fact that you you do that. I mean, he doesn't encourage it uh, as a last resort. And the truth is, sometimes you're going to sue somebody and it's worth it. It's just not even worth it. Okay. It's necessary. Sometimes it's necessary, though, but sometimes sometimes it's not. And what we need to realize is that a lot of times when we get affronted in our rights and where someone's saying the wrong thing, as you always say, go knock on the door and have a conversation. And maybe they didn't even know they were doing it to you. All right. So I have a question for Ace. You go to the Super Bowl? You know what? I'm going to stay in New York for the Super Bowl. No, crazy Miami. Oh, I oh. would have bet. I would have bet I know. that you were going to the Super Bowl. I was I tempted. I was tempted, Dottie, but I'm going to stay here. So you're gonna have so who you who who do you uh, say who do you think's gonna get it? Oh, you know it's gonna be a tough one, Daddy. But I think Kansas City might. Oh yeah, good call, good call. I was hoping you were gonna say that. Yeah, I'm a Chiefs guy. (laughs) I'm with you. That's it. Yeah. Well, well, we won't know the results next week, but we'll 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 all be watching the Super Bowl. I mean, I think. God, how many people go into Miami? So for New Yorkers and, and Northeast, it's close. Daddy, are, now, are, are you going to be there? Crazy. Yeah, Daddy, you going? Well, I, you can't get a room there now. It's impossible. Yeah. I was reading. You know how much the rooms are? I mean, Tell me. in Miami, they're charging. I like I had the number. It, I was going to say it on the show, but you know, it was a short show. I the the, the rooms are so expensive, and they're they're sold out. 
I mean, you, you so, try wow. to get a hotel. So, Daddy, hotel. at the one hotel with tickets, with Super Bowl tickets, they're charging yeah, 150000 for the weekend. At the one's a great hotel. It's a great Don't hotel. It's a great but, hotel. Um, Go Chiefs. <laughs> well, let me put it this way. You better know somebody rich. That's or, it, right? Or, or work for a rich company. Um, listen. I hear it's going to be nice weather in the Northeast. Uh, Florida is a little chilly, but still warmer than the Northeast. And we'll be here next week. Um, have a safe, healthy, and wonderful week. We'll be back next week. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A.